When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Talking Cop. This is the 34th Tuesday morning and I'm delighted to be joined by Keith. Uh, Keith, are you, um, are you like, meant to be in work but you're not? Or, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no need to look behind you, your boss doesn't live with you. My laptop right. is on the table yeah, over there. Yeah, walking away, yeah. Walking away, little Homer Simpson cuckoo thing, just pressing a button on it every so often. <laughs> just, just to, to keep it active. <laughs> just to keep that green light on. Right, listen, before we get into this, um, there is a version of the Telegram Chronicles today. If you are um, easily offended, um, you haven't got the strongest stomach, um, or if you have kids, uh, I'd turn it off. Turn it off. Don't listen. Don't watch. Don't whatever. Keith's internet's gone. Uh, his boss has been on. Knocked his internet on. So um, we'll see. We might get him back in a second. Um, let me see who's in here while Keith sort themselves out. Tor, oh, there, Keith is there. It's gone, he's gone very slow. He's gone very slow. Tor is in. Uh, Pete is in. Brian is in. Rory's in. Paul is in. Rod is in. Johnny is in. Morning, chaps. He said, haven't seen Johnny here in a while. Uh, Rod is here. It's about 11 o'clock at night, wherever he is, I think. Uh, let me see. Kieran is here. Gar is here. Uh, Faster Tories, which is Steve. I think is here. Um, Brian, did I say Brian? I did. So listen, um, there's loads of people here. Let's try to get Keith back in. Are you there now, Keith? I'm there now. I reckon that was God punishing me for mocking the fact that I'm meant to be walking. Yeah. He, uh, interfered with me. Yeah. My dog is trying to chew. Uh, my dog is trying to chew the fucking skirting board here. Um, anyway, so we know, you know the score, Keith. 10 minutes of football, 20 minutes of nonsense and there's so much going on. Um, I'm not even getting into the. I'm not even getting into the comments that are in there already because them lads that are in the comments are were involved in what will be the Telegram Chronicles this morning. But um, I titled this a night off on Thursday, so I really want to go into it. We're not bringing anyone over there on Thursday, Keith. We can't be. I guarantee you, Salah will play. Fucking, I'd say we'll have a stronger team than a lot of people expect, right. just because we've seen it before with Midland. And we went in a dead rubber and lost players. Jota. Jota. Did we lose someone else in that game as well? No, I think Jota. We lost, definitely lost Jota, yeah. But Kate probably at the time, was it? Ah, yeah, he, he probably got air sick on the way over. He um he does tend to put a few bangers in to these games. And 
I don't know if Mo Salah's hard up for money, but he just seems to want his appearance phase every week, doesn't he? So I think we might see a few surprises. And then I suppose when you think about it, there will be senior players in this team. Who will it be? Because in the front line, you know, with no Jota there, we only really have the four lads. Now, I know you can throw Ben Doak into the equation on this, but who else plays in the forward positions? Do you go? Would you go fully under 23s? Because I would. Go, so I'd, I'd, I'd put... I'd put um, Callagher in goal. Mm. I'd put um, Connor Bradley right back. Yeah. I'd put Gomez and Kwanzaa centre half. Left back's a difficult one. Now you could, you could do your man. What's his name? Is it James Chambers? Chambers. Yeah. Yeah. I go Chambers. A Luke Chambers. Sorry, Luke, Luke Chambers. Chambers. Then in midfield, I will go. Curtis Jones, I'd go, I'd probably go Endo, I probably would play Endo. I'd play Curtis Jones and I'd play Harvey Elliott. So you're going strong in the midfield. Well, kind of strong, but but they're they're boys that are getting off the bench recently. And, you know, if you have McAllister, Sobers, like Ravenberch, I think over, McAllister's only coming back. Sobers, like, McAllister could be out. Will he miss the weekend? I don't know, but if, if he has a chance, don't. Bring him on Thursday. And then up front, I think it's hard because, like... It is hard. Nunez, Diaz, Diaz, Gakbo, Salah is all you really have. Now, I'd play Doak. (coughs) I'd play Doak. Um, Definitely play Doak. I'd probably play Gakbo. I think Gakbo start against United. I think I think Nunes is gone cold. Um, goal so was Doak, is, Doak, is playing Nunes, Doak, Nunes on one other. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Harvey Elliott up in the front three as well. Um, Harvey Elliott, Doak, and Nunes, and someone else into the midfield. Whether it's a James McConnell or you know Bobby Clark if he's in the the shake up, or he could just go mad and say, look. None of are coming. Cade Gordon is mentioned by Peter. Cade well. Gordon, there you go. Could be a um, Floyendorf seems to like him in around the team as well. Like, Steve I, asks, I, can I you get punished for feeling a team that's too weak? No, no, I don't think you can. You have your squad list, don't you? You have your, well, you have your squad your list, list, but then anyone under twenty-one doesn't have to be yeah. registered. But I think you they, you put them on the B list, so all your youth players go on the B list or something like that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you can play who you want. Now, having um, said that, we could he could genuinely turn up with a team where you go, what the fuck? But you have to remember, Keith, this is Thursday night. Yeah. We probably won't arrive back in Liverpool till midnight. Because yeah. it's a quarter to six kickoffs. We mightn't arrive back till midnight or just after on Friday morning. And we have a game on Sunday yeah. at half four. I wouldn't bring them. I'd go all I wouldn't even play Kelleher. <coughs> I'd be playing Pitaluga and this and all. Like, I'd, I'd just play whoever I, I could get away with. Yeah. Like, and when I say get away with, there's no getting away with it. One start, one start at Liverpool as a player, you can play them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And every club has the right to play wherever they want. And that you, you earn that because of what you've done in the first five games. Now, yeah. Toulouse and, and LASK might moan about that, but that's not their issue. If you would have won your games, you would have been in the same position as us. So. Yeah, but you can't argue, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't be bringing any of the lads that, I'd, like I said, even Endo and all, I wouldn't be playing Endo in this, or Cortis. I'd be playing lads that are, probably won't even make the bench as much as I'm only, possible. I'm only thinking Cortis and Elliot because 
they're coming off the bench the last little while and maybe yeah, a start and they're up. doing well coming mm. off the bench you know they are and they do deserve a start I think both of them have been excellent of late and deserve a start but I don't know I, I think Curtis could start on Sunday do you know what I mean right. over Elliot or over I think Curtis could be in line to play against Manchester United on Sunday sorry um, so yeah it'd be interesting to see what he does I, I'd, seriously I'd be going weak I'd be Fucking playing. Someone said Jay Spearing. It'd be Jay bring your passport. Someone we're going to Belgium. Um, and it, like, look, is it dead rubber? We'll see who they play. I'm sure no matter who they play, people will be like, "What are you playing him for?" You know, like if they've ever made a first team appearance, they'll be like, "What are you playing him for?" But he obviously, they obviously know the the fitness rates of players, where they are. Probably do they need twenty minutes, half an hour? Do we need a full game somewhere? Um, and and they'll make them decisions. Do you know what I mean? And everyone yeah. is just looking past this to Sunday. And yeah. I'm getting a bit wary of how confident everyone seems to be <laughs> over this game on Sunday where Liverpool uh, just turn up and win. Are yeah. you or are you the same? Well, no, I'm, do you know a few years ago when we always said it on the shows, Gav, that Klopp paid too much respect to especially Manchester United and Everton when they were shy. I think Manchester United over the last few years have been treated with the disdain and disrespect they deserve. Already, the exception was last last year at Old Trafford, um, but we were sort of starting to fall on our arse at that stage. Um, I genuinely, the only thing I think for Manchester United is that Raf Bruno Fernandez is suspended, mm. and he might be their best player and he might be their captain, but he's a coward. And in games like this, he goes missing. And I think if I'm them, I'm putting in a McTominay and I'm putting in, you know, these lads that in Amrabat that'll just run the bollocks off themselves. Well, in theory, will. Um, I, I genuinely, I can't see anything other than an absolute hiding for them. And I know that gets on the, the verges on the side of being arrogant and cocky, but they are absolute dirt. And I know we spoke on uh, Sunday night about how we're getting results, but not playing well, but they are dreadful. They're, they're as bad a United team as I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm enjoying the, the uh, defense of Eric Ten Hag. Constantly, never his fault. You know what I mean? It's yeah, you, all, you, you said you said you're, you're loving the toast for people to to, sh- yeah. explain, to, to claim that they're back. The, yeah, the toast it's, is unbelievable. Well, Ferdinand done a tweet earlier about someone saying, "Oh, uh, Michael Arteta finished eighth and fifth in his first two years. Klopp was eighth and fourth. Give why is Ten Hag not getting treated the same? Because he's going backwards. He's going down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like so." There's a difference here. I, I just think he is in serious, serious trouble. A lot of leaks in that squad. and They've yeah, sent McTominay out this week. I've noticed because you have to remember, like, McTominay is one of the ones he, he actively tried to get rid of in the summer. Yeah. And now he seems to be like the, the, the fella that's holding it all together. And he's yeah. been the man out there on the kind of um, media this week. I've heard yeah. a lot, lot of them on the radio and stuff. Him and Harry Maguire. Oh, we're all together. We're all working together. The lads know there's a bit of inconsistency in what we're doing, and he sounds like he's absolutely spoofing it. To be honest with oh, you, but 100%. he's being the one to send out. He's he's the one being sent out to do the spoofing. You know that sort of way. Yeah. Um, we're talking. We're talking about last night. It was a really good show last night with um Trev and 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 P. And um, we're we're kind of got onto United at the end. I don't know how we did because it wasn't one of the topics. But when we got onto it, my only my only thing in all this is that. Oh, you know me, I have a ma- major issue this season with Liverpool going to go ahead or turning up at games and just going, ah, oh, we'll win this, yeah. it'll be grand and let's just, let let teams run its course and we'll, all, we'll come out on top. That's the last thing I want on Sunday. I want Liverpool yeah. to go out and if they're 1-0 up after 10 minutes, I want I want to find Liverpool after 15, 20 minutes camped in United's half looking for yeah. two and looking for three. I don't want 
or a one nil up, let's all just fucking wander around here and we might get another one because we're the best. That's what you don't want, Keith. Because no, no matter how bad United are, right? Fulham scored three at Anfield because Liverpool just didn't feel like bothering their bollocks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They got one nil down at Palace because we just kept playing and playing and playing and doing nothing. Liverpool, this is the this feels like the game for me where Liverpool snap out of all this. And Liverpool go, well, one nil and the crowd demand another one. And Liverpool go after them and after them. Because I'm, I keep saying it. If Liverpool make runs, if Liverpool carry the ball, if Liverpool walk, United won't live with them. Because they, they don't want to track. They, <clears throat> they don't want to chase. They don't want to cover. They don't want to get into a shape. They just want to go through the game and hope you don't score. Do you know the yeah. sort of way? Um, That's all it is. And I agree with you. You know, you have to go out and smash them. Even in the 7-0 last year, it was only, we only scored a first goal on half time, wasn't it? 40, 43 minutes or something. Something like that. And then when the second one goes in straight after half time, their arse drops out of them. And yeah. I think if you can hit them for a couple of goals, <coughs> if we go a couple of goals up early, mm. I think they're, they're just gone there waiting to get out of there. They're a team and a squad full of absolute yellow belly coward chicken shits. And I don't think they want any part of another hiding. Um, at Liverpool. I mean, if you look at that team that they, they're wheeling out now, as you said, McTominay, Resurgence, Harry Maguire is all of a sudden back in, Lindelof, Dallow, Shaw, um, obviously Fernandez won't play, but then you've still got Rashford, Martial is a blade like the second coming as well there, just because the other fella they bought is absolute pony. So they've the same players for all that they've bought. Even the likes of Garnacho on his day can do a lot of damage, but he's very, hot and cold you know what I mean and mm. if you just get on top of him I think he's their only sort of creative outlet and if you can just sort of get into him early I think they're gone I think they're just waiting to get out of there I, I yeah. just think they're dreadful just, and the keeper I, I, is the worst big big name big team keeper I've seen in Blade and God knows how long I think um, when you when you look at it and, and there's going to be loads of you know you talk I'll probably get tired of talking about them between now and the end of the week but the, the thing for me is is that when you, when you look at them and who they have Right, I think you're right. I think if you get at them, I think like like I watched that game. I watched them highlights against Bournemouth, and the first goal is four minutes in. Yeah, if it clips a ball into nowhere, it's intercepted. The guy that's waiting for the ball to come to him just stands there. Amrabat looks at your man running towards the end line and waits to the very end to try, you know, react. Luke Shaw's a centre half that doesn't want to kick it, and Harry Maguire has Dominic Solanke didn't mark, and he's two and three yards off him. And the ball only travels fifteen. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, crazy. and then the second goal, like Solanke just gets it and runs at diagonal across the pitch and they're all over the fucking place. Don't know where to be going. Yeah. Chip to the back post and Shaw's left, you know. Or a free Billing. run for Billing. Billing yeah. just gets a free run. Yeah, no, no, and it's like, from early in that move. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's literally like if you put pressure on them, put pressure on them while they have the ball and then keep that pressure up when you have it. They just don't know what to be doing with themselves. Yeah. Um, let's be careful, though, says Garrett. We still have to play and beat Manchester United. Yes, yeah, they're 100%. Right, but they have the ability to cause us issues. They have the ability to cause us issues if we allow them to cause us issues. Yeah. If we play to our strengths, they don't have they don't have the ability to hurt us. Don't care what yeah. anyone says. But if we step off it a little bit... It's, it's and mad. let them build into a game or whatever yeah. their game plan will be, which is the biggest problem for Manchester United is we don't know what their game plan ever is. It seems to be counter-attack. That seems to be their only sort of yeah. plan, which is very... The, well, the plan, the plan on Sunday is going to be they're going to come in and they're going to sit in and they're going to see what they can get and they're going to hope that the Hoyland, Rashford, Martial, Garnacho, one of those four, whoever, three of the four, whatever, are on the pitch, can hit us on the break down the sides and, and see where they get. But Liverpool, honestly, if Liverpool just go into walking mode, they won't, you know, it won't get out. Yeah. They just won't get out. Uh, Rory asks, if McAllister is out on Sunday, who would you play in midfield? Um, 
I'd go with Subozloy, I'd go with Curtis Jones, and I would go with Endo. Mm, okay. That's what I do personally. Now, people, this is the beauty, and we spoke to you night, there's options there, but that's what I'd go with a sitter, a natural sitter in Endo, and I'd go with the the ball carriers in Curtis Jones and like the Gravenberg can yeah, do a ball carrier as well. I just I think, I just think Curtis will come in for the fact that he knows the fixture and he knows the importance of the fixture. Yeah. And I think to get the Scouse lads in there, yeah. I, I see that being the way home. And I think, yeah. I think Gakbo will be a key player. I think he'll play because I do agree. I think United will sit in and try and stop us. Mm. And I think a player like Gakbo who will find pockets, which I think he should have probably played against Palace in hindsight mm. rather than Nunes find them little pockets of space for others to get into, I think will be sort of key on Sunday. Yeah, I think I think what you'll find is if Luke Shaw plays centre-half, you'll probably see Luke Shaw being attracted to Diego De Lotta left-back, yeah. um, trying to cover off Salah. And that's where I think Gakbo could, could try and push on to, uh, you know, expose Maguire and then play yeah. off him. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. You want Sobersley playing off him or you want a Jones playing off him. Um, and then I think Diaz will look after Wan-Bissaka, um, where he just... Oh, I forgot about Run at him, run at him, run at him. Um, constantly run at him. And Wan-Bissaka is a decent defender, one-on-one. Yeah. But the thing about me is, if you're clever and your movement's good, especially if we're playing... Like, I put money on Diaz scoring at the weekend for the simple reason. If we're gonna, if they're going to try batting down the hatches on Salah's side and Gakbo and Sobba's lawyer trying to do something off the back of Maguire, the chances of a ball going across the box are quite high. Yeah. And Wan-Bissaka just doesn't defend them. No. It just doesn't defend he doesn't. him. He's so, good on one-on-one, sort of, when a, a forward is facing him up to yeah. run at him. He, that's a strength. But you're right, if balls are coming across, and there'll be big, I think there'll be big gaps in there, you know, because I, I agree, Shaw goes over to Salah, Maguire steps over to where to vacate the space that Shaw was in, and it leaves a blatant gaping hole between Maguire and um, Wan-Bissaka. And, yeah. yeah, I think that Whoever's playing left side for Liverpool, I back them to score. At the weekend, yeah. that's just the way I am. Rory says Ten Hag went clever last year with Fernandez left, Rashford up front, the vague horses to ten. I was at the game and I couldn't believe what he was at. Um, <laughs> with Anthony on the right, uh, centre midfield and centre back would be completely new. Was Casemiro, Fred, Varane, Martinez won't play. Um, yeah, you, you know, you kind of know what the team is in fairness. Yeah. Um, anything else before we go on to the Chronicles? No, that's enough. Is that enough, enough for that? Okay, enough. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, right. Anyway, I did warn you before. If you were, um, you know, if you get offended really easily or anything like that, and I'm only saying this today because it's, it's a bit of a mad one today. Um, but if you have kids, turn her off. Right? <laughs> I was just saying that turn her off because it, 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 it's getting a bit, it's getting a bit, uh, mad today. Um, so the Chronicles this morning, Keith, will I, will I read yeah. them for you and then I can get Lead. your reaction? Yeah. Let's um, go. let me see. Let me see. Brian O'Sullivan, this all start, This only started at 9.45 this morning. Brian O'Sullivan said, people who don't wash their hands after a piss, discuss. <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. So, um, but then nobody was discussing. He, he, he literally gave it one minute. And he's like, no one's discussing this. Fuck you, I'll discuss it myself. So he said, I have a friend who says his knob is just skin. So don't need to wash after taking a piss. The man is mad, clan of guilty man. So this man's argument is, is that I don't wash my hands and, you know, that's just skin as well. So yeah. I'm not washing my hands or I'm not washing that for. Um, bit weird. Yeah. Anyway, Emma comes in. Emma, you know, I'd say uh, uh, Emma full, definitely had full Give PPE full on, around the gaff during COVID. That's yeah. all I'm going to say because he backs it up with, I'm very OCD about washing my hands, constantly washing them, sometimes before and after using the toilet. <laughs> now, 
hold on a minute. You're not walking into the pub, Jackson or pub, and going, just wash me hands here. Why are you washing your hands for? I'm just about to take a piss. Nobody does that. Well, Emma obviously does, but well, nobody says else he does. does. I don't believe him. Um, he must yeah. be, I don't know, he's probably trying to get an ad off one of the soap companies. What's his full what title again? What's his uh, um, the, inspirational, uh, inspirational leader, leader, leader of the year? Uh, well, maybe no, that's nominee. Nominee, you have oh, yeah, nominee yeah. at the end of it now. He's, he's maybe that's why he got nominated. He's yeah. an innovator in the the art of washing your hands before, before you take taking a piss. A piss. <laughs> yeah. That was that was his application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what what's the what's the um the soaper um from years ago? Um, everyone had the soap. This soap from years bar ago. Bar of soap. Bar of soap with the little sticker on the top of it. Can't remember the name, but someone remember. Imperial letter. Imperial letter. That's what he's oh, looking for. He's going to be the new face of Imperial Letter. Yeah. Just washing his hands before he does everything. Um, anyway, uh, Brian says, ah, I think it's rotten. I lived with this fella for a year and was killed trying to get him to wash his hands after he'd had a piss. Jesus, like, <laughs> it's not that hard. So Brian literally took a year out of his life, moved in with this guy and said, my mission in life is just to get this fella to wash his hands before he takes a piss. I, I think Brian was fighting a losing battle from the off because depending on how old they are, if he's not doing it, he's not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? This is These are your learned behaviours. Do you know what I mean? Like you learn to wash your hands after having a piss when you're a kid and yeah. then you do it. And you might get a bit lazy as you get older, but you're not going the other way unless you're uh, develop some sort of germ or clean thing. So now look, Brian, I think you've, you've sort of, you've tried your best. You fought a good fight. Oh, it gets worse. No, it gets worse. Oh, it's not over. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. That's only right. the fucking act one. It's only the intro, is it? Emma is disgusted. I'd never shake hands with that fucker if I knew that. Well, I don't think this fellow would walk into your company and go, listen, by the way, when I take a piss, I don't wash my hands. Pleased to meet you. Put it there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happens, right? I don't think that happens. Um, so, Gary McDonald has read all this evidence and he says, oh my God, that's fucking rotten. What the fuck is wrong with people? Brian, you know, Gary gets very upset very quickly yeah, and he yeah. gets very upset over a very small denomination of money later on in the chat, which you'll see coming up. Probably the same silly bastards that argued against mass during COVID. He's just completely made that up. There's no correlation between a fella that doesn't wash his hands while taking a piss and a fella that thinks that COVID was all developed so we'd all stay in the house so they could put 5G masks up on the Malahide route. Yeah. Right? There's no One correlation. Yeah. Anyway, some other bollocks about breathing in CO2. Again. We're like, going down a different route. Yeah, Gareth's just like tangenting here, making up his own fucking things as he goes along, believing to it. Because it, yeah. I know why he's doing this. You'll, you'll learn later on. You'll learn later on. I said, and this is one of the things that's a big, big thing for me. People that come out of the toilet in the pub rubbing their hands off the back of their jeans. <laughs> now, it could be they wash their hands, they don't look like using a hand towel, or the dryer is broken and they're drying their hands, or they could have just taken a piss, it's all over their hands, just wiping in their jeans. This is you, you have a beef with this. Thing. I have a beef with this. But that's the thing, it's the unknown. I've often done that, but it would only be if the hand dryer isn't working or there's no blade. Yeah, so it's the unknown, isn't it, where you go, don't yeah. trust him anymore. Yeah, I can't, I could never look him in the eye again. Yeah. He's wiping his hands in his jeans. And especially if you see somebody doing it and they see you, that they've see, they know you've seen them and they come back and go, or oh, um, the, the, the hand dryer was broke there. Starts explaining it's, it's, it's themselves. Explaining you know, you know the hand dryer's yeah. not broke. 
You know yeah, the handler exactly. is not broke then. Straight away, all... I'm going in to check. I'm going in to check. Yeah. And you just leave for a minute. You just leave for a minute. I'm just going to the toilet. And you just go in. You just press the button on the handler and go, yeah. lying bastard. And then you come back in. There fella in fixing it. There wasn't a fella in fixing it. <laughs> it did work. There was, was a crew in fixing it. And wiping yeah. In your yeah. Um, anyway, Pete is obsessed with it. It's not hard to wash your fucking hands, he says. Right? Then Brian comes back trying to defend his mate. He says, ah, no. He was grand during COVID. Of course he was. He was at home. He didn't have to meet him. He was just pissing all over the place and doing what he wanted. Yeah. To be honest, he's own. one of my best friends. This is just the one thing that you'd like, what the fuck are you at, man? One of your best friends. Yeah, okay. Um, Brian then says to Pete. Really helpful, in fairness. Yeah. You're a nurse, you You know how disgusting hands could be. Pete is clearly a nurse, right? Didn't know that. Now we do. Gar tries to push the situation down. Let's clear this up. He says, ah, okay. He gets a pass. He's your mate. And I says, no, he doesn't. He's a fucking manky fuck. Anyway, I think I've petrol on the flames, Keith. Petrol on the yeah, flames. I think, so. I think so. Definitely. He might have started doing it, washing his hands. But up to a few years ago, anyway, he had this stance. So maybe he started it. I don't think him? he did. I don't did think he Yeah, I think he'd need to because <laughs> there's no way you go, Listen. Quick question there, Chief. Good sources tell us. That <laughs> yeah. um, this is what you used to do. Have you started washing yourself? Um, anyway, um, then P. Now this is where it gets all over the shop because Pete says right. it's not just hands. Okay. It's not just hands. He says people's knob hygiene isn't always the best either. Okay, I can't believe I've typed point. that. He says in brackets, you don't wash your hands when you could be spreading your knob rot around. Knob so, rot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pete so played an extreme. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Pete's gone Pete's gone all out, you see. So what's happened, I think, yeah. with Pete is Pete being a nurse is being triggered by the fact that someone hasn't washed their hands. Someone on this earth hasn't washed yeah. their hands. And now he's decided, why don't why not just tidy up the hand issue? Let's clean up all of hygiene in the world in a half an hour on a podcast. Right? Yeah. So Gar McDonald again tries to push this away. But at the same time, brings up a brand new issue. He says, what about tipping? Tipping? Right. Tipping. As in like, giving a tip? Yeah. Or is this another knob thing? That no, 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 no. He says, a guy tipped me 10 cents yesterday when I served him. Like, fuck that. Don't bother your ass tip me if it's going to be an insult. I said, yeah. don't okay. eat yellow snow. That's a good tip. That's a life. That's a life fucking hack for you. Yeah. Gary McDonald then. Obviously, waited less than one minute for a response to his tipping issue and said, I'll jump back in on the old knob thing. And he said, a lot of men don't know how to wash their willies properly. So, um, yeah. I tried to push it down then and said, 10 cent? What did he order? A fucking Freddo bar, right? Because, well, who's who's like, who's like tipping 10? 10 yeah. So Pete then That's someone that in. didn't want to be weighed down by a 10 cent coin. Yeah. So, I asked then, What's the proper HSE, HSE approved technique for washing your wheelie? Okay. Emma then, Emma appears. Emma oh, appears. Then, clean freak comes yeah, in. When clean freak has washed his hands three times between coming out of the bathroom <laughs> and getting back to the computer. He's just, he's, he couldn't type. He was putting, you know, all his bleeding gel on his hands, right? He says, one of your best mates until he listens to this tele- telegram chronicles and everyone knows he's a manky bastard. <laughs> so we won't be telling people about that. Um, 
Gar comes back and he says, a point and a sandwich. This was the order the guy gave it to Henson. All the bar tips get get pulled and handed out to the staff. But 10 cent, fuck me. Right? Very I upset. Gar, I think he, he does have a valid point there. 10 cent isn't it? Yeah, but he'd still be annoyed if he got none. Mm, yeah, he would be, but he'd be just sort of, he'd get over that and say, right, the, the 10 cent, it, flo- it flummoxed you a bit because you're like, he might as well have given me nothing here. Yeah. But he's giving me something, so I don't know how to react. Yeah. I just thrown his 10 cent back at him. Hey, you forgot your change. Keep yeah, that's, that's the best way to do it. Sorry, your change. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian O'Sullivan then brings up a very sad, sad issue. Um, that's not, not, I think some people have noticed and some people won't, won't appreciate them until they're gone. That's all I'm going to say. He says, something that's made me so sad lately. They've discontinued animal bars. Like, what harm are these doing to people only being lovely? It's a fucking disgrace. But who's buying them? Do you know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you who's buying them. Brian's man in law. Uh-huh. She bought nine four packs of them. Yeah, in deals, yeah. was it? Do you reckon? Well, remember years ago, um, they tried to get rid of the spice burgers and people yeah. threatened to burn down Walsh's where They threatened to burn down the country. It <laughs> <laughs> was fucking uproar. Yeah. You never seen a reaction like this. It was amazing, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. It was amazing. Like, you see, like, you see some, some, uh, people get appalled by certain things. You've never seen a country or anybody, any set of people get more appalled than the time Walsh has decided they weren't making spice burgers anywhere. The whole country went bananas. I think everyone was on the same side for that, but weren't they? That was, the yeah, yeah, that, that was, that it was, wasn't a division. It the was, government well, could have been overthrown. The government against the, the people. Yeah. The proletariat yeah, was, stood up there and said, no, we're not having this. Yeah. Like, if someone, if someone had a Got up and went. If like, if someone had to go up and went, listen, we're all meeting at the spire at seven o'clock tonight in Dublin because they're trying to stop making spice burgers. Millions would have been there. Oh yeah, 100%. it would have put the return of Jack yeah, and the lads in nineteen ninety in the Haveny place. I reckon, hundred yeah, yeah. percent, it would. Yeah. Anyway, um, I couldn't agree more. I said, I said, and said, what? And don't get me started on the size of chocolate bars nowadays, which are a disgrace. Yeah, they are. They're a disgrace, yeah. right? I then ask. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah. So Brian's mate doesn't listen, so he doesn't give a bollocks, really. Um, <clears throat> now most men don't realise you have to take Jimmy's polo neck down and give him a good scrub under the ears. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, but then Garmack shoots back at Brian and says, "I bought animal bars for the kids at our next Christmas market on Sunday." So, like, I don't know. If Brian's being called a lawyer here by Garrett, but I just kind of left it. Um, and Emma comes in, fucking bastards. They're trying to pass off the fun size bars as the real deal. So he gets very upset by then. Follows that up. Follows that up with a seven-step um, a seven-step uh, way to wash your hands. The photo. Sends the photo in. Fair play to him. Um, and then I said, I think... The piece about, you know, um, washing your willy could be an ad on the telly from the HSC or the HSA or the HSI, wherever the fuck the Whoever area. it is. Whatever Whatever HSA one, HSA yeah, is. FOSS, anyone, right? <laughs> um, an ad for this narrated by Daniel O'Donnell would be fantastic. It would. Because I think he's lost the gas. Him. Hasn't he lost, lost the gas gig? Has he? Yeah, I think he's lost that to Jedward. Oh, 
So if he's lost the gig with I mean, the gas board to the ages society that we're he in. He could it? be doing just making sure the country, the men of the country, have clean willies. But would you not need someone younger to hit that younger audience? Do you know? You need a soft, coin voice. A man of experience with a soft, coin voice. A little bit yeah. like the man that done the word as original lad. Yeah, yeah, or Hove is bred and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, they couldn't keep you interested. You couldn't feel yeah. like you know them. Okay, yeah. So um, there you go. Anyway, with the animal bars, uh, Brian says, there's some knocking around, but once they're gone, they're gone. Right, oh, no. clearly went to home store or more recently. I'm fuming, he says. I'm fuming. The mother-in-law bought me nine four packs of them recently because I was the straw. Fair the straw. Time. Jesus. Um, I was in town there a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. um, they had them in Euro joint. You know, one of them deals or Euro yeah. joints or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, amazing um, shops. Yeah, they're great. And it isn't was there chocolate in street. there. Isn't there chocolate in there? Like that. Well-known chocolate, but you go, oh, I don't see them in any other shop. Oh, yeah. Like yeah Cadbury's and Nestle are definitely chocolate just from Mr. Price. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But I was in there and a, a fella, and he, he was obviously a drug addict, had come in and, and he bought a lot of animal bars. <laughs> and they were saying to me, like, the only ones that are going and buying the animal bars are the drug addicts. And when you ah. go out, they're fucking all the chocolate is going the in the foil. bin and they're taking the tin foil out of them. And that's all they were buying them for. So even wow. like the chocolate that was getting bought, which was getting fucked there, wasn't even getting eaten. Yeah. So the animal bars have just been getting no love. Well, I'd like I'd like to um I'd like to put it on record. We're nearly sure Brian isn't a drug addict and is man law. He's in it for the chocolate. Well, uh, he's in it for the chocolate. I doubt he's waiting for his man law to come around with what not thirty six bars of animal bars. So we can just throw the chocolate in the bin and yeah. get the tin foil out. You know, unless, I don't know, unless he's weird and he's wrapping the sandwiches for walking, it, but he's just refusing yeah. to buy the adults, so it's Tim Foyle. I don't know, but listen, um, from yeah. what we know, Brian isn't strung out on drugs, right? Um, let me see, let me see. Um, with, 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 him, with him being the straw, I put in the vision of him lying with four lambs in a barn, roaring, crying, with the animal bar wrappers everywhere, right? Thinking, that was just a little we funny did. thing, little funny thing to say, yeah. no big deal. This time of year, it's like an activity. Brian went Russia. Wasn't having it. Russia. Never any lambs here. Can't stand sheep. Cunts of animals. They live to break into neighbours' fields, then keel over and die in their field. Fucking hate sheep. See, I'm in, I'm in the city, so I don't have any beef. Well, I don't have any issue with the sheep at all. I don't know what their sort of... What their game is about breaking into houses and all, but I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> sheep aren't breaking into houses, they it's just happen to get into other people's fields and then die in their well, it fields. It sounds like breaking into someone's property, so you know what I mean? Yeah, but it'd be the equivalent of someone breaking into your gaff and just dying on dying. the sofa. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that'd be a very unpleasant thing to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you'd still be yeah. annoyedly broken, you'd be more annoyed than yeah. broken, of course. Um, anyway, um. He got very upset. He got very, very upset. And I just said, Brian, clearly loyal to the cow till the death. Yeah. Um, And that was about it. He says, I'm a cow man, and that's it. No torn, not for torning. Like his mate who won't wash his hands after he has a piss. Yeah. He may, he may look on sheep more fondly years down the road, but right now, not at this moment in time. Yeah. Cows and only fucking cows. Um, and that was the, the Telegram Chronicles from this morning. So did we find out how to clean the Mickey? It's just well, pulled the, I think pulled it was Emma. One of the lads said, why don't we get Tony Houlihan back? And he could do 
a uh, an ad which I think still should be narrated by Daniel O'Donnell yeah. on cleaning your hands and your flu. We Daniel. Yeah. What do you think? Soft tones. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I think you have to target the young men, but the ones that are out in town slinging dick all over the place that are doing a bit. Yeah, but I, I, I don't you know. Need to hit that. You need I to hit that I, I'd say I'd say the target audience here is probably fifty to sixty year olds. They've given up. They're not washing. Yeah, them. but they don't need to wash their mickeys. <laughs> they do. Damn. They do. They're bleeding with after when the grandkids yeah, come well, around and all. The grandkids. And, like. and the nanny. The nanny's in there spraying for breeze. Your man's living in a vat of breeze. Just yeah, a constant they, haze they around. Them. The mixture between is, is is Willie and the fucking smell of piss off him. They're just yeah, for breeze in the country for hours on the end. <laughs> he's at the end of a cycle. He's, he's, he isn't really is that's not there for that no that then just distinct the gaff up like I think when you're younger you need to be on top of this you need to be like that manscape do you still have your manscape stuff yeah you yeah. do give the little deodorant the little robot yeah, yeah, stuff yeah the whole work nice yeah. yeah it's a grand five point system but yeah. my mate always says to me I know my days are numbered when I at any stage wander around my gaff walk down the pub for a point and realise I have like yellow fingers and a pair of wranglers on the smell of piss. Yeah. That's that's literally that's literally the only sign in his life that it, you know he's running around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, there you go. Um Interesting yeah, Chronicles. They're eventful, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're eventful. Go. They are eventful because what happens is it just starts off as in most cases just very small thing and then people get so emotional on it um, like Emmett I'd say Emmett's hands are bleeding at this stage he's washed them that many times yeah Jordan. like messed up ones I'd say for yeah. sake <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway um, we've gone over the time again we're meant to do 30 minutes we're on 36 um, but look go. that's that's how it goes um, sometimes load, you just can't squeeze that into 30 minutes Gav you know no no um, they're talking about random they're talking about random um, pets in the chat now um, I can't get into it. I can't. I really can't. I have to go. But uh, <laughs> tonight, quarter nine on the members' feed, you will have the title, which is episode four of the title, me and Chris. And then at 10 o'clock on the free feed, you will have the Premier League chat, where we go through all the different Premier League bits that you want to talk about. Um, I think there's myself, Donna, Bertie, I think, at 10 o'clock tonight. So that should be the crowd nice. as well. Yeah. Uh, Keith, anything else before we go? No, enjoy this a little uh, early morning chat. It's all yeah, a new experience for me. I liked it. Good stuff. You're always welcome to come back whenever you want. I will. Uh, I'll give you a shout when I'm uh, ten o'clock's not bad for me because it's sort of tea break time and work, so you yeah. can you yeah. can skive off fairly yeah. handy enough. So yeah, I'll be in touch to do it again. I'll be in touch, Keith. Go on, I'll ring you during yeah. the week, right? Yeah, Over Take hour. it easy. <laughs>